Bible prophesied of a unique time on earth, Israel would be returned to her land, the church would turn to false doctrines, technology would increase, and wickedness and immorality would run rampant. The time spoken of so long ago has come. Join Charlie Garrett as he breaks down these events for us as they unfold each week. Today is 26 April 2020, Sunday. Time for the Prophecy Update of the Week. This will be our, is that correct? Yes, it'll be our last Prophecy Update of the month of April. And we'll be into May here soon. And hopefully things will have a big change during the month of May. You never know what's going to happen, but uh, we'll see. And uh, while we're here, seeing how we're just getting started with the Prophecy Update, and before we get into our first category, I might as well give this a shot and see if it works. Hang on one sec. Yes, it's ringing. There they are. Hey, how you doing there? Hello, everyone. Hey. You doing all right? How, where are you at? We just got uh, a Drew's Pizza from oh. a local uh, pizza shop here on the way. You sent me a photo. I noticed he did not have gloves on his hands. Are you going to eat that? No, no gloves. <laughs> uh, we just, you know, um, we just watched a video from California of doctors publicly coming out saying that uh, uh, this is more like the flu and people should be exposed to it. Uh, That's correct. To have immunity. And Israeli doctors, I didn't know this, but I spoke with this today, are claiming the exact same thing. More and more Israeli doctors from the hospitals come out and saying, you should go out and yeah. you should be exposed to this. And now you've given immunity. away the content of half of my update, so I don't need to do an update now. That's all right. You can skip that part. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so tell me, you're you're in Israel, you're driving around, and is the traffic all backed up, or is it, oh, yeah, it looks no. like the, the highway is completely it's, backed up. The, the country looks like it's... Ghost country. Military. I see that. Trucks, yeah. A lot of military trucks. Okay, and yeah. where are you going and what are you doing and why are you doing it? We are going to uh, film. We're filming. We're working on a new episode for um, Cold Spring in Israel. Okay. It's about uh, specifically this year's exceptional spring. Everything is budding. There's so much water. We just went to Bethsaida. It's underwater. There's so much water. Oh, so that's what I thought that was Galilee. I saw the water and I said, what is this? So, Bethsaida. Yeah, it is so gorgeous. And we're, yes, and that's our turn right here. We're going. Everything is green. Everything is beautiful. And the best part is uh, nobody's here. So, it's kind of. It's good for us, the best for the people. Well, I don't appreciate that at all because I was supposed to be there in another week. Yeah. So you're you're no, very happy nice. about it, but I'm bummed. <laughs> no, no. Maybe they'll open the flights just for you. Oh yeah, maybe. I'll, I I won't I won't hold my breath on that one. Yeah. All right. Well, give so, me some more news, and then we'll uh, we'll let you go. Tell me something more. Uh, anything else? Uh, what can we say? Uh, that's it. Uh, it's uh, uh, we're thanking the Lord that uh, they are starting to lift some of the restrictions in Israel, and people are starting to slowly get back into work, but Good. we'll see how much damage uh, economically has been done. It um, uh, will soon show itself, um, but uh, praise the Lord so far, everybody, we know everybody's uh, doing all right. Good. Well, I'll say one thing to you before I let you go, as I read an article just a little while ago, they anticipate at least 100,000 Aliyah from the rest of the world to be back in Israel because of this virus. So. The Lord, he uses wow. every means possible to get his people yeah. back into the land. So, wow. We didn't know that. Yeah, I, I just read that a little while ago. Maybe I'll put it in next week's update, but uh, there you go. Oh, that's beautiful. That's really nice. 
All right, say goodbye to everybody online. Let me see your faces again, and then we'll let you go. There you go. Okay. All right, we love you guys. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, now i got to turn that off. He did it. Okay, good. All right, there you go. That's an uh, update from Israel. And what's that? They're in. Uh, they're up around the Sea of Galilee, Bethsaida, that area, and they're just driving around filming because apparently it's a really beautiful spring there. And uh, he says it's, even he uh, did something down at the Dead Sea not too long ago that they have had a bloom down there that has never happened. And the Dead Sea area looked just like the Sea of Galilee. One of his friends that he sent a picture to that lives there asked, are you at the Sea of Galilee? Because it was so green and so beautiful of flowers. And so Bible prophecy right there in Isaiah is being fulfilled. And then we have all of this other uh, uh, green and budding and growth and a lot of rain this year. So it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, okay, so our first category, as always, is Israel. And let's see here from the Jerusalem Post. It says, the deal is done. Netanyahu and Gantz Inc., a coalition pact. This was, I think, six days ago. Israel will soon have a new coalition government after an agreement was signed between Likud and Blue and White, putting an end to a 17-month political stalemate that resulted in three elections. As part of the deal, Prime Minister Netanyahu who has served as a caretaker prime minister since December 2018, will remain prime minister for another 18 months and then will be replaced in October 2021 by blue and white leader Benny Gantz, who will serve as vice prime minister in the meantime, and then Netanyahu will be vice prime minister under him. However, just yesterday, I think it was, maybe two days ago, um, uh, no, I'll read this one first. Times of Israel. Unity deal allows prime minister to begin advancing West Bank annexation starting July 1st. They both agreed to that. That is the plan. But from Israel, Hayum, this is one I was referring to. If the high court intervenes in unity deal, we'll hold a fourth election. So what seems certain all of a sudden is called into question again. Government instructed to respond to a series of petitions seeking to bar Netanyahu from serving as prime minister under the unity agreement with blue and white. So if that happens, everything's falling apart. So we're back to square one, maybe. We'll keep an eye on it. From the Times of Israel, top Israeli professor claims simple stats show virus plays itself out after 70 days. A prominent Israeli mathematician, analyst, and former general claims simple statistical analysis demonstrates that the spread of COVID-19 peaks after about 40 days and declines to almost zero after 70 days. No matter where it strikes and no matter what measures governments impose to try to thwart it. Professor Yitzhak Ben Yisrael, head of the Security Studies Program in Tel Aviv University, and the chairman of the NCRD told Channel 12 that research he conducted with a fellow professor analyzing the growth and decline of new cases in countries around the world showed repeatedly that there's a set pattern and the numbers speak for themselves. While he said he supports social distancing, the widespread shuttering of economies worldwide constitutes a demonstrable error in light of those statistics. In Israel's case, he noted about 140 people normally die every day to have shuttered much of the economy because of a virus that is killing one or two a day is a radical error that is unnecessarily costing Israel 20% of its GDP. 
Professor Gabi Barbash, a hospital director and the former health minister, director general, insisted in a TV exchange that Ben Israel is mistaken and that the death tolls would have been far higher if Israel and other countries had not taken the steps they did. But Ben Israel said the figures, notably from countries such as Singapore, Taiwan, and Sweden, which did not take such radical measures to shutter their economies, proved his point. When Barbash cited New York as ostensible proof that Ben Israel was mistaken, Ben Israel noted that the latest indications from New York were precisely in line with his statistics that indicate daily new case figures peaking and starting to fall after about 40 days. Asked to explain the phenomenon, Ben Israel, who also heads Israel's space agency, said, I have no explanation. There are all kinds of speculations. Maybe it's related to climate or the virus has a lifespan of its own. He said the policy of lockdowns and closures was a case of mass hysteria. Again, to explain why the virus had caused such high death toll in countries such as Italy, he said the Italian health service was already overwhelmed. It collapsed in 2017 because of the flu, something we reported on repeatedly. From Reuters, beware the boar. Now, this is Israel. Beware the boar. Wild pigs patrol Israeli city under coronavirus closure. While coronavirus closures are coaxing wildlife into the abandoned streets of many a metropolis, in one Israeli city, the four-legged interlopers are assertive and, well, quite boorish. Wild boars, some as bulky as Rottweilers and traveling in family packs, have been trotting through Haifa in increasing numbers. Their once nocturnal visitations now take place throughout the day as they root through the refuse, spook domestic pets, and even block roads. We are scared to go out even to throw out the garbage. They come here and turn over our garbage dumpsters. This is lack of protection. We actually feel defenseless. The municipality last year suspended calls of the boars, whose urban incursions some experts say are a response to human expansion into their natural habitat, the surrounding Carmel Forest Range. Less sympathetic city folk, especially religious Jews or Muslims, worry that the larger tusked animals could turn violent. I could just see one of the Hasidic Jews running down the road with a boar chasing after him. <laughs> anyway, for now, residents must turn to pig patrols made up of volunteer animal rights activists who can be summoned at all hours to shoo the boars away. <laughs> so there you go, feeling boorish. From Christian News Today, um, I, if anybody... I have said this about uh, giving, you know, this may not be the best time for people to give. Um, however, we do ask for other ministries when there is a need. And in the uh, church in Kenya, they have a need for a high ace van. It'll deliver food for people. Uh, it'll take care of uh, things for the church, etc. bringing people in and all that. Um, it's only $9,000. It's for the church in Kenya. And uh, somebody there, I didn't quite understand the email, but he said something like somebody is uh, offered to give $1,500 as a start to that. Um, in Africa, if I understood his email right. So if they get that, this person will meet that. Anyway, um, they do need that money in order to get this van. People were very gracious to build them a church, which they now have. And uh, so they're meeting in that church. And someday I'll get some photos of it and I'll put them up for you because they did a really nice job on it compared to what they had. If you remember seeing the pictures of just wooden stakes with sheet iron tacked to it. And anytime it rained, it would just pour into the place. But uh, that church has been built by the gracious uh, giving of people uh, here in the United States. And they would like to be able to get this van to continue the ministry. So there you go with that. From the Daily Signal, Barr 
Even in times of emergency, federal law prohibits religious discrimination. He's looking into all kinds of things where these governors and local people have been discriminating, especially against Christians. And he is not going to tolerate that. So he is on the ball with this. He is going to prosecute those people that do this, or he is going to work within the framework of the Justice Department and however he does it to make sure they're fined or whatever can happen. But there you go with that. From the AP, Pope dreams of post-virus world where inequalities are abolished. Pope Francis is urging the faithful to use the coronavirus's pandemic's time of trial to prepare for a future where inequalities are abolished and the poorest are no longer left behind. Once again, socialist, communist agenda by this man. We saw a little bit of it last week. He's continuing it on this week. It says, this is not some ideology, Francis said. That's exactly what it is. It is Christianity. Well, I'd like to see anywhere in the Bible where it says that type of thing. I do know that in uh, 1 Thessalonians, is it? If you do not work, you do not eat. There you go. Get your uh, socks on and get to work. So let's... Is the Vatican giving away all of their riches? Yeah, are they giving away all of their riches? That's the question. So it says, in his homily, Francis said the grave global total of the pandemic has reminded the world that there are no borders between those who suffer, no differences in nationalities among those who are stuck or spared. So he's actually arguing against the premise that he's trying to make. If there are no borders between those who suffer, then what's he talking about? But there you go. Not logical thinking on his part. We are all frail, all equal, all precious. May we be profoundly shaken by what is happening all around us. He said from the altar of the Santo Spirito Church, the time has come to eliminate inequalities to heal the injustice that is undermining the health of the entire human family. So once again, if everybody is affected, then why is he using this as a wedge between people? But he's not a clear-thinking individual. He's a commie, okay? On Sunday, he delivered a broader message about inequality and the need for a post-virus world to rethink its priorities, In recent days, Francis has proposed the creation of a universal basic wage to help those who have lost their jobs as a result of the virus economic shutdown to survive. On Sunday, he said there's a grave risk that while COVID-19 might eventually be tamed, the virus of selfish indifference could take its place. To combat that risk, he said, let us welcome this time of trial as an opportunity to prepare for our collective future. Because without an all-embracing vision, there will be no future for anyone. Well, he's saying that people have a future that, in fact, are wealthy, and we need to give a future to the poor. And now he's saying that nobody has a future. So, once again, third time I've said it, he is not a clear-thinking individual. Nobody should listen to this person. Nobody on the planet should listen to him. They had to boot him out of his job. And anyway, we'll just go on. Mail online. Talking about money. Hillsong. You know, Hillsong over in Australia calls for donations so they can keep offering services to worshipers and say they've had to put on hold some big projects. Hillsong, here it is, which brings in $130 million a year is asking for donations from worshipers. Why couldn't they have saved something so that whatever little project they want to do, like making more songs to make more money, they can continue doing The church says it had to put projects on hold due to the coronavirus outbreak. The Pentecostal Christian Empire is calling on its members to donate money. That would be maybe the last place on the planet I would give money to after the Vatican. That would be the last, but yes, what? They're Pentecostal? They are Pentecostal, that's correct. From Islam Today, Jerusalem Post, Iran regime, ISIS, and other extremists exploit coronavirus to wreak havoc. 
Mysterious armed men waylaid a tanker in the placid waters off the coast of Iran near the Strait of Hormuz. The strategic straits are close to the UAE and are where oil tankers transit to move the world's oil. No group claimed responsibility and the men left soon after taking control of the Hong Kong flagged tanker. Iran may have been responsible for the incident. Yes, they were, and this was about a week ago, but they're continuing to do these type of things. And I'm glad that our president said what he said about Iran. If you saw the video, the Iranians were coming in with speedboats with large guns on the front and intimidating them. And Trump said, if they do that again, you are to destroy them. They're not to be doing that. Remember the USS Cole, what happened? How many, 27 people died? Because a little boat came too close and they didn't destroy it. These people have weapons on the front of their boat. They could have it full of, you know, weapons-grade material and blow up an entire battleship or whatever. They are to be destroyed, and that's what he said to do, and good for our president. Okay, from the Jerusalem Post, Iran shows off drones that can reach Israel, threat increases. Iran's defense ministry unveiled a mass of new drones over the weekend for the Islamic Republic's Army and Air Force. According to Tehran, the drones have new capabilities and can fly at more than 1,000 kilometers. Okay, now, having said that, they've been asking for money continuously. We need money for coronavirus and all this, and yet they're building this, which shows us that our president has done exactly the right thing. Going over 1,000 kilometers, which means they could reach Israel from Iran. Iran's Defense Ministry Brigadier General Amir Hatami showed off the drones on Sunday. He said that one jet-powered UAV could fly at speeds of 900 kilometers per hour at an altitude of 12,000 meters. This would rival the best drones that the United States and other countries are now using. These drones have a range of up to 1,500 kilometers, he said, and can fly for several hours. It is a message to Israel, the U.S., and their allies. We can reach you. Iran says it has provided a mass delivery of the Ababil-3 and Karar drones to the Air Force. The country has a new drone unit that is established in recent years, and its IRGC has been using drones to target various enemies, including ISIS. The Ababil-3, Hatami says, can fly 150 kilometers. And the Karar is armed with various weapons that now give the drones pinpoint attack abilities. The implication is that these drones have guided bombs and can operate like cruise missiles. So there you go with that. New York Post says Islamic clerics tell Pakistani Muslims that only infidels can get coronavirus. So much for that. Reuters, U.S. gives $5 million to the Palestinians amid pandemic after years of aid cuts. And then Arachiva says Palestinian Authority denies receiving aid from the United States. The PA denied receiving any financial aid from the U.S. admin, saying that contacts between the two sides are still suspended. I have found no other article on that since Monday. Okay, that was Monday and Tuesday those came out and nothing since then. So we have no idea if it actually went through or not. If it did, I guarantee you our president will be very unhappy. From Israel Hayom, Palestinian leadership is obsessed with COVID-19 Israeli conspiracy. Radical Islamists of all stripes from the Islamic State to the Islamic Republic of Iran continue to spew conspiracy theories on the origins of the coronavirus. Jihadist groups like ISIS praise COVID-19 as divine punishment against infidels. Others, like Iran's Supreme Leader Ayatollah Ali Khamenei, claim that the United States developed the coronavirus to hurt its adversaries. The Palestinian Authority accuses Israel of purposefully spreading the virus to the West Bank in an effort to annihilate the Palestinian people, according to extensive reporting from Palestinian Media Watch. 
Most COVID-19 cases in the West Bank have been traced to Palestinians who work in Israel. So they go over there, they get it, and they take it back and infect their own people. The Palestinian Authority sought to spin this information to accuse Israel of deliberately targeting Palestinian areas with the virus. Another Palestinian Authority conspiracy claims that Israel is deliberately infecting Palestinian prisoners held in Israeli jails with the virus. So once again, like the whole rest of the world, there's more conspiracy theories out on COVID-19 than there are hairs on, well, I better not use my head because I'm pretty bald on top, but we'll say one of these beautiful ladies here that has um, a lot of hair on their head, there's more conspiracy theories than that going on. Okay, from the uh, Times of Israel, Hamas official says Israel will be to blame ooh, if Gaza sees virus outbreak. The Hamas terror group warned that Israel will be responsible for the consequences unless more medical equipment for dealing with the coronavirus is brought into the Gaza Strip. As of Saturday, there were 13 confirmed coronavirus cases in the coastal enclave. A senior Israeli source told Channel 13 last week that Hamas was deeply concerned about a potential spread of the coronavirus in the densely crowded strip and was interested in a prisoner exchange with Israel that would include medical assistance. So we'll see if that happens. What usually happens is we have two of your prisoners. We want 475 of ours and Israel always does it. It's very poor thinking on Israel's part. From the Religion of Peace website. It started a couple days ago. The Ramadan Bombathon day one had two attacks and 14 killed. That was two days ago. I didn't get an update yesterday. It was still yesterday or that one day statistics. So as of day one of the Ramadan Bombathon, two attacks, 14 people killed. We'll monitor throughout the whole month of Ramadan. From Mongolia, Xinhua. Mongolia launches national campaign for wearing masks amid pandemic. They don't have any cases, but now everybody's got to wear masks. Mongolia's launched a national campaign to promote the use of face masks by everyone to prevent the spread of COVID-19. During the national, this sounds like what you said about Peru earlier. Vic was telling me that they had people in the streets in Peru practicing social distancing and walking. So what they're doing is they're training societies to be ready to be controlled. That's what's happening. Anyway, there you go. Um, Let's see here about the importance of wearing face masks through traditional and social media. In addition, all government and non-government organizations are not allowed to serve customers without wearing masks. Under the motto, face masks guarantee safety, the national campaign will last until the end of May. Guarantees, yeah, you're guaranteed safety if you wear a face mask. From Daniel 12 Technology Today. Mail Online, AI-powered software developed by Ohio scientists can detect coronavirus in the chest x-rays in a matter of seconds with 98% accuracy. That's a lot better than any human can do. It searches through chest x-rays to find markings associated with the disease. The software was trained on x-rays of people with and without the virus. Good stuff. ABC 7 New York. Coronavirus news, pandemic drones to monitor fever and crowds from above. As city and state leaders work to figure out how to reopen daily life safely, some places are looking to technology to help make that happen. Technology that could be hovering above us. Cities like Elizabeth, New Jersey are already deploying drones with automated voice messages reminding people to keep their distance. In Meridian, Connecticut, the mayor announced they'll be using them to monitor the city's trails and parks. But some new drones that are under development now will be equipped not only with cameras, but high-tech sensors that can help determine if people are sick or not social distancing down below. 
If the drones follow local and federal regulations, they can be operated just about anywhere as long as they hover within 20 stories of where people are located on the ground to pick up real-time data. What these cameras can do is actually detect fever, which is very different than detecting just temperature. They can detect sneezing, they can detect your heart rate, your respiratory rate, and they can also detect social distancing. So imagine, if you will, a situation where there's a crowd and you want to determine what's the infection rate of the crowd and if they are practicing social distancing, is this a hotspot that is a problem? So now you know you're being monitored by everybody all at once. Telegraph, fever surveillance to become as common as CCTV. MSN, Ford tests buzzing wristbands to keep workers at safe distances. Mail Online, Connecticut cops are testing a pandemic drone to monitor people's temperatures and detect sneezing and coughing. And then NBC says Connecticut town reverses course on pandemic drones amid privacy concerns. I'm glad they made that choice. Revelation plagues today. If you have not seen it, KGET 17, okay, it's uh, uh, KGET TV 17, Bakersfield Live. They did a video, a couple of doctors, I believe it's in California. I posted it on Facebook. I can send you the link, but if you just go to my wall on Facebook, uh, you can watch this. It's two doctors that are completely blowing away every myth that we have gone through with the government lately. Then they said it's not too late and Trump did everything according to what he should have done because the World Health Organization and the CDC recommended he do this. They are saying now that it, that it has been proven that it is not correct and so he needs to change course. And I recommend you watch this video. It's been highly uh, distributed, but if you haven't seen it, it will help you. One thing they said is historically, we have always quarantined the sick. This time we are quarantining the healthy. And that is absolutely insane. And they, they have come out and they are putting their careers on the line, I'm sure, by doing this. But watch that video. It is very important that you do. It's about an hour long. I hope that you will uh, be able to. Uh, as a matter of fact, Sergio is the one that sent the link to me this morning. And he said, I'm watching this video. Everything that you have said over the past two months is what they are now saying. And I said, vindicated. So there you go, because it's exactly what I've been saying. Just go through it, watch it, think of the things that I've said over the past updates, and you will see that I finally got something right in my life. Oh, apart from my wife, I did marry the right wife. But other than that, I finally got something right as far as, you know, what's going on in the world. One, from, one, one American News has said the same thing. O-A-N-N. Yep, okay. 30 days. 30 days. Well, they followed that after me because I was before them. Okay, I was, I, as far as I know, I was the first person, and it was on the day that Trump was not in the impeachment, the trial. They said he's not going to be kicked out of office or anything. On that day, it was the day after he had signed the USMCA between uh, Canada and Mexico and the U.S., the greatest achievement that has come out in years in that type of a deal, and it didn't make any news media. And all we saw was coronavirus is coming out. And I said, this is a distraction and we are going to see this blossoming, didn't I? I said that. I don't know anybody that said it before me and I've been consistent in this. Now, I'm not saying that it's not lethal. It kills people, but so does the flu. All of these things have a reason for going through, you know, whether it's made up or whether it's not made up, whether it's created or it doesn't matter. It is lethal to some people and those people need to quarantine themselves. The rest of the people, they will tell you about herd um immunity and we're going to talk about that in just a minute as well but they talk about it things that i've been talking about now for quite a while okay 
Every lie has a thread of truth. That's correct. Mail online. Obesity is the biggest chronic risk factor for coronavirus hospitalizations. Largest U.S. study of COVID-19 finds. You said that last week, doctor, and here it is this week. Two NYU studies earmarked age, obesity as biggest risk factors. Researchers found almost half of patients were over 65. Those under 60, twice as likely to need hospital care or ventilator if they are obese. Okay, mail online. How letting patients in intensive care lie face down boosts their chances of surviving. They've just said that most of these people are obese, so they've got the weight on their lungs. They're face down. Prone positioning reduces the pressure put on the lungs by chest, fat, and muscle. This allows the airways to open more widely and distribute ventilator strain. Scientists say it can significantly improve intensive care survival chances. And they got photos of them doing this in entire wards. I don't know where the photo was taken. Doctors in the NHS, that's the UK, the US, and Italy, and Portugal are all using the technique. So if you get coronavirus, lay on your stomach and it'll spread out your lungs and you'll be able to get more oxygen into them. Market watch. Anti-anxiety medication prescriptions have spiked 34% during the coronavirus pandemic. Yes, something that Jim was talking about as he opened us today. Watch his opening video and you'll see all about it. From the Daily Wire, antibody test results from California. And now this came out earlier in the week. Many of you have probably read it. I've got a couple to support it. From California suggests COVID death rate significantly lower than reported. And this is with the numbers that have been you know, increased by saying that these people, they don't even know if they died of COVID-19 coronavirus, but they put them under that anyway, assuming they did. So they've got higher numbers of people that are actually dead, and yet it's still less. Okay, here we go. Highly anticipated antibody testing results out of Santa Clara County in California, headed by a Stanford University professor, were released, showing that the estimated number of positive coronavirus cases is likely 50 to 80 times higher than reported, thus significantly dropping the estimated fatality rate. Now, this is what these doctors were talking about. They were reading from this article and other articles to get this information out to you. I'm just giving you a few paragraphs from a larger article, okay? The study, the first large-scale community antibody testing in the nation, and led by Dr. Aaron Ben-David, the Associate Professor of Medicine at Stanford U, found that 2.5 to 4.2% of the 3330 subjects tested were found to have COVID-19 antibodies. The population prevalence of the virus in the county ranged from 2.49 to 4.16, the researchers found. Adding on to that from the same article, the same study, but from the Washington Examiner, they say fear of COVID-19 is based on its high estimated case fatality rate. Two to 4% of people with confirmed COVID-19 have died, according to the World Health Organization and others. So if 100 million Americans ultimately get the disease, two to 4 million could die. We believe this is based on that study. That estimate is deeply flawed. The true fatality rate is the portion of those infected who die, not the deaths from identified positive cases. So we've got a huge number of people that have the antibodies because they've been exposed to it and it hasn't even affected them. They don't even know they had it. Mail online. And this is what's called herd immunity. It gets out there. People are immune to it because they're hurting. And one of the things the doctor said was that the people that have shut themselves away, I'm thinking of somebody here right now, shut themselves away because of the virus, being scared and not going out as they should, have now 
increase their chances of future infections because they have not obtained herd immunity. So anybody that's been shutting themselves in, unless they were in a, you know, uh, they're old or they in one of the categories where they should do it, okay? People that should do it. But if you aren't necessarily in that category and you have shut yourself in, you now have to stay in your house for the rest of your life because you do not have herd immunity. Okay, I'm just saying that. I'm picking on somebody, but anyway. Some bring it back. Some bring it back. That's true. Anyway, I'm just picking on people, but think it through. You no longer have the ability to fight off the infection because you've been sequestering yourself away. You need to stay in there forever and ever. It's terrible. Mail online. About 6% of Miami-Dade's population, this is the second of three article, uh, 165,000 residents have coronavirus antibodies, which means 15 times more people could have been infected than official stats show, and the mortality rate would be 0.17%, almost the same as the flu, the study reveals. Town Hall. Antibody testing proves we have been had. (laughs) Cuomo, this is New York. Cuomo announced that antibody testing in New York State, which only began four days ago, was uh, four days ago from this article, was already demonstrating that a minimum 13.9% of New Yorkers had COVID-19 late stage antibodies. The death rate in New York State is not 7.4%. It is actually 0.75%. The recently ended influenza season numbers from the CDC indicate possibly 56 million cases of flu, which I reported on every single week until the numbers were no longer being posted because they're lying about these numbers now. 740,000 hospitalizations, same numbers I reported on three weeks ago, and 62,000 deaths, the same number. They have not changed since I reported on that, so I'm not reporting on anymore. They're taking everything and saying it's coronavirus. Under the current count from the Johns Hopkins dashboard in this five-month stretch, COVID-19 has racked up 845,959 confirmed cases, 122,000 hospitalizations, and 46,972 deaths. So that's less than a million cases as opposed to 56 million cases of flu. Okay. But now that they're testing for antibodies, it seems like the numbers are way, 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 way off that this is no worse than the flu. And we have shut down an entire economy. As I said, on the first day it was released to further the agenda of the left and the people that want to control the world and to harm the president, who is the only person that's really standing as an obstacle to them. And that's what's happening. He needs to now get things back on, on, the ball with this nation. Mail online. Yes. Linda just, uh, I'm, I didn't pick on anybody. I, oh, I don't know what she's talking about. No. Mail online. Sweden records just 40 new coronavirus deaths and less than 400 fresh cases in one day as the country continues to avoid lockdown. They haven't locked down and they're no worse than anybody else. Sweden typically sees a fall in cases and deaths because of weekend backlogs. The 392 new cases bring Sweden's total infection count from 14,385 to 14,777. Increase of 40 deaths brings the total to 1,580 with 10.7% mortality rate. Okay, we know that's not true because when they test everybody, it'll be down to less than 1%. Okay, now I'd like to... uh, thank my friend David, who sent me some more up-to-date figures. That was at the beginning of the week, an article on Sweden. Sweden has 2,192 deaths. That's 217 deaths per million with 10.12 million population. Italy has 25,969 deaths. That's 429 deaths per million, way above Sweden with a 60.48 
million population and the United Kingdom has 20,376. That's a 300 death per million, still above Sweden with a 66.7 million population. So the numbers are completely skewed and Sweden had done the right thing all the way from the beginning. They continue to do the right thing and the rest of the world does not want to acknowledge it. But Sweden has done what is proper. They did not close anything. They told the old folks and the people that had heart problems, etc., stay home, stay out of this, and it'll be over soon, and then you can come out and play again. We got a, quite a few people in the church that cannot come to church because of it, but they will be back eventually, but the rest of us, here we are. Okay, we've got nine, right? It's 10 limit, I think. We've got nine people here today. Um, anyway, um, Sarasota has 32 deaths with 84 deaths per million. There you go with that. All right. So our numbers are even lower than Sweden's by far. And that's because we are in the sunshine state. We go out into the sun. We stand there and get vitamin D and it's wonderful. Okay. There you go. Um, let's see here. Once again, thank you, David, for giving those numbers. Uh, one thing I've said, and I've said it twice, and my friend Jose in the Philippines corrected me. And so I want to correct this because I never want to report something inaccurate. Okay. And I will show you why I reported it inaccurate in a second. But first... Jose in the Philippines says people are made to sit in the hot sun and sometimes to do squats, no order to shoot. The news gave deceptive article titles. And that was correct. I went back and what I did is I took CBS at their word. They had the video and I assumed that they're going to put in the title exactly what the video says. So the title was Shoot Them Dead. Philippine President Rodrigo Duarte orders police and military to kill citizens who defy coronavirus lockdown. The video, I'm not going to watch an hour-long video to hear what they should be accurately reporting, but it says right there, shoot dead if they defy the coronavirus lockdown. He never said that. I finally watched the video. What did he say? I didn't know how long the video was. It was a short video. I should have just watched it. He said, if they get belligerent, shoot them dead, just like he would do with any other national crisis. Okay. He did that with the drugs. He's done it with other things. It's a complete lie. What they said in CBS, which is what they're doing with their president, by the way. And then from Al Jazeera, this is an article from Al Jazeera. This is their title. Man shot dead in Philippines for flouting coronavirus rules. Normally I read the whole article, but I thought all I need is the title on that. So it sounds like he was shot because he was out during coronavirus. And then you read the article, a 63-year-old man was shot dead in the Philippines after threatening village officials and police with a scythe at a coronavirus checkpoint. Somebody's coming at you with a scythe, you shoot him and you shoot him dead. So there you go. They lied in the media, just like they are with the president. The president never never said inject yourself with bleach and disinfectants. And what he did is he read an article where they are testing these things. And he asked, he went to the lady and he said, I watched it. I know because I watched it. Okay. He turned to her and he said, uh, what about the UV, you know, treatments and the lungs? And they're actually testing it. There's an article out there that these doctors are testing, shoving the UV down in there and killing these things. And that's what he was referring to. And the news comes out and tells everybody in the world that he is telling people to ingest bleach. And my thought was, and I saw some libs on Facebook this morning posting about that nonsense. And I said, one, that's not true. But if somebody is so stupid to drink bleach, that person needs to be called anyway. There, there's no reasoning going on in their head. So he's self-calling of the herd. All right. But nobody is doing that, too. The media is even lying about that because I, I'll report on it next week. Trust me on that. All right. They are lying about that. People are not calling in great numbers and saying, I took the president's advice and I've tried to disinfect myself and now I'm sick. That has not happened. OK. Anyway, morality today from the Christian Institute. 
COVID-19, Canadian institution heartbroken to suspend euthanasia. Heartbroken. Hamilton Health Services, which owns 10 medical sites and the Champlain Regional Medical Assistance in Dying Network, have stopped their services during the coronavirus crisis. So they're heartbroken over that. Under Canadian law, what's that? They're not essential. They're not essential. That's correct. Under Canadian law, euthanasia is available for the terminally ill, but the government is seeking to expand it to those suffering from non-terminal conditions, something that they said two years ago when we did that article, they would never do. This is only for people that are facing end-of-life decisions, and now, once again, the lies come out. But there you go, Zero Hedge, UK drug dealer. People are panic buying cocaine and weed to cope with COVID-19 lockdown. The cure is much worse than the, uh, the sickness. Uh, top drug dealer in the United Kingdom has revealed that people are panic buying cocaine and marijuana to help them get through the coronavirus lockdown. The drug dealer, who has 20 dealers out on the street and 200 regular customers, told The Guardian, people are panicking. The amounts of cannabis they're buying is ridiculous. So we are just dealing to regulars now. He says that the price of cocaine is set to surge because there are no new shipments coming in from abroad for at least six weeks. There you go. Yeah, toilet paper all over again. Uh, you know, I've been to Publix now every twice a week, every single week since this started, okay? And not once have I seen toilet paper there. There was one one time, but other than that, I haven't seen any in six weeks, okay? What are people doing still? Think about that. Yeah, think about that. From our other category. Um, before I give you our first other category uh, article, my beautiful wife over here wanted me to report to you. She's a healthcare worker. McDonald's is giving free thank you meal to healthcare workers through May 5th. So if you're a healthcare worker, it says, you know, uh, uh, participating location. So make sure your location is participating. And if so, prove that you're a healthcare worker. They'll give you a free thank you meal. Good job. All right. Uh, Weasel zippers. Mark Hamill, you know, the Star Wars. Mark Hamill proves the point that school shootings aren't about guns. Okay, he's trying to make a point that, look at, here's his tweet. Mark Hamill at Mark Hamill himself. Last month was the first March without a school shooting in 18 years. That's it. That's the tweet. He's a liberal and he's trying to say how good it is. And see, Dana Loesch at D. Loesch says, in March alone, background checks for gun purchases set a new record. The highest in a single month since the BGC system was created. Thanks for confirming that guns are not the issue. Woo-hoo! So Mark Hamill just made himself look foolish. There you go. From Fox News, UN warns coronavirus lockdowns could kill hundreds of thousands of children. So it's all the coronavirus's fault, and they're the ones that told us to do it, and now the world has to take care of all these children. You see, this is, I said this, what, uh, probably three weeks ago, maybe four weeks ago, this is the largest attempt at wealth redistribution in the history of the planet. There you go. Um, The UN warned in a report that hundreds of thousands of children could die this year due to the global economic downturn brought on by the coronavirus pandemic, and tens of millions more could fall into extreme poverty. The UN estimated that between 42 million to 66 million children could fall into extreme poverty as a result of the crisis, adding to the 386 million already in extreme poverty in 2019. The report added that 188 countries had closed because they told them to, 
They'd close schools nationwide, affecting more than 1.5 billion children. The potential losses that may accrue in learning for today's young generation and for the development of their human capital are hard to fathom. More than two-thirds of countries have introduced a national distance learning platform, but among low-income countries, the share is only 30%. Okay, mail online. Nigeria security forces have killed 18 people. This was at the beginning of the week. I don't know the numbers now, but they had killed 18 people while enforcing coronavirus lockdown while COVID-19 had only claimed 12 lives in the country. So they've killed more people in lockdown than have actually died of coronavirus. Yahoo! U.S. ways paying drillers to leave oil in the ground amid the glut. Just pay them to keep the oil in the ground because we can't fit it anywhere any longer from the Russian Times. It's a storage problem, not a market problem that is driving down oil prices to historic lows. Okay. And that is correct. Having said that, John Holler, who does a prophecy update in Ohio, uh, he's done one here for us uh, last year or maybe earlier this year. Anyway, um, he posted a picture at the gas pump this morning, I think it was, or maybe it was yesterday and I got it in my feed this morning, 92 cents a gallon. We're still up at $1.60 something, I think, but they're at 92 cents a gallon up there. So yeah, if you want to buy gas, buy gas now. Zero Hedge, oil stored at sea hits a record 160 million barrels doubling in two weeks. Yeah, that's a lot. All right, Shiva, Russia tests system to shoot down satellites. Russia has tested a system designed to shoot down satellites. Russia's DA asset test provides yet another example that the threats to U.S. and allied space systems are real serious and growing, said U.S. Spacecom Commander and U.S. Space Force Chief of Space Operations. Blah, a lot of S's there. The U.S. is ready and committed to deterring aggression and defending the nation, our allies, and the U.S. interests from hostile acts in space. This test is further proof of Russia's hypocritical advocacy of outer space arms control proposals designed to restrict the capabilities of the United States while clearly having no intention of halting their counter space weapons programs. Space is critical to all nations and our way of life. The demands on space systems continue in this time of crisis where global logistics, transportation, and communication are key to defeating the COVID-19 pandemic. It is a shared interest and responsibility of all spacefaring nations to create safe, stable, and operationally stable conditions for space activities, including commercial, civil, and national security activities. Can we help you people? That's my son and his fiance coming in a little bit late for the prophecy update. The Russian Direct Ascent Anti-Satellite DA-ASAT missile system is capable of shooting down satellites in low Earth orbit, according to Space.com. There you go. So dangerous times coming from Russia while the rest of the world is falling apart. But Russia is now falling apart because they are seriously getting hit by coronavirus, okay? From the New York Post, inmates committing crimes after coronavirus release is unconscionable, says de Blasio. He lets them all out, they commit crimes, and then he says it's unconscionable. What did he expect? He's a lunatic. I think it's unconscionable just on a human level. What are you dealing with here? 
that folks were shown mercy and this is what some of them have done. He's a complete moron. The mayor said, you know, people can get down on me for calling somebody a moron. Listen, you know what? The word moron comes from the Greek, which Paul uses several times. Okay, moros is the word in Greek. It's right there in the New Testament. He calls them, it's translated as foolish. They're morons, okay? So I'm using a biblical word. Don't email me. Okay, anyway, um, it says, um, the mayor said during his morning briefing Monday, which came on the heels of a post report outlining the issue, de Blasio said the number of re-offenders remains relatively small and that the city is buckling down on monitoring and supervising released prisoners. You would hope so. We do see some recidivism. I know I didn't pronounce that right, but that's okay. I have not seen a huge amount, but any amount is obviously troubling. The Post reported Sunday that at least 50 of the newly released Rikers Island prisoners, the worst place in all of America, Rikers Island, were rearrested for new crimes in recent weeks and in some cases were cut loose again. So they let them out, they commit a crime, they, they bring them in, and then they let them go again. That's unconscionable. That's correct. From the Epic Times, Montana Supreme Court did something right. <laughs> They reject releasing prisoners during pandemic. Newsbusters, Tara Reid confirms this was her mom calling CNN about Joe Biden in 1993. It's finally getting out, okay? Joe Biden has been harassing women, okay? I think that this is set up. This is my, my feelings on this. I could be completely wrong on this, okay? But they know that this man is incompetent. They know that he can no longer think clearly. The videos provide the evidence. Just go type in anything on YouTube about Joe Biden. He can't speak at all. He can't remember anything. I think that they are going to come to the DNC convention and they're going to say, we cannot nominate this man. This may be completely wrong. I may be completely wrong. I'm not trying to prophesy or make, I'm just making a speculation that this is coming out now so that either before the convention or during the convention, they say we can't have him and they're going to put their selected person in there. Maybe Hillary, maybe somebody like that. But I think that's what's going on. It's coming out now and it's slowly coming out, but that's the way that they do these things. Anyway, mail online. Now what? Bernie's not leaving too. That's right. Mail online. At least seven people contracted coronavirus during in-person voting in Wisconsin's presidential primary, health officials say. Okay. That's another thing that they're going to do. They're going to use this to say that we can't have any in-person voting. All right. I'll talk more about that next week, probably. Okay. But they, they will do everything they can to steal this election. They're going to do, I was talking to the gentleman over here today. He said that uh, they, he's been talking about this for months and months and months, that they have millions of people that are on the rolls that are not to be on the rolls and they're going to try their best or they are going to actually steal this election. But that's another way of getting it out there saying, well, you're going to get coronavirus and die. So here we go. MSN. McConnell says he favors allowing states to declare bankruptcy. And he was burned by some Republicans over this. Let him go. Why should we bail them out? Why should we bail them out? Why should we give them $1 of bailout funds when they are the ones who have mismanaged their states? Not a dollar. Let them suffer through their own mismanagement. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell said Wednesday he favors allowing states struggling with high public employee pension costs amid the burdens of the pandemic response to declare bankruptcy rather than giving them a federal bailout. That is the smart thing to do. They have been mismanaging their funds forever. They're on the brink of teetering. I've been reporting on that for Chicago for years. And now they want our money. Zero hedge. 565 Americans have lost their job 
for every confirmed COVID-19 death in the United States. And the numbers are going up and up. The deaths are going down. The numbers of job losses are going up. New York Post. We have this problem. Okay, before I ask or give this article, I'm going to ask you a question. What's the difference between an alligator and a crocodile? If you look at them, if you look at them, the snout, yeah, it's longer and the teeth shut out. The crocodile's teeth are poking out. Okay, they got a longer snout with a little bulb on the end. And alligators are much more manly. Come to Florida if you want to see the real manly uh, gators. Okay, but anyway, if you want to know how to protect your child, this has nothing to do with prophecy. This is your public service announcement for the week. But if you want to know how to protect your child from a crocodile, mom saves toddler from crocodile birth by sticking her fingers up the reptile's nose. So if you are attacked by a crocodile, give it a nose jam and the thing will let you go. There you go. Public service announcement. I've got a Lesrick here for you. Let's see if you can figure out what he is writing about this week. Mayor Bill thinks it's crazy yet true that a crook seems to know what to do. When he's free from the pen, he will do crime again. And like mayors, he'll do it to you. Good job. Good job. Okay. Now, I have an irony. Usually I try to keep them one line because it's a little more ironic when you have one line. But this one is long. This one came from Rhoda in Israel. Okay. I may be able to still get you the link. If not, I'm sure she can find it. It's in Arabic. It's some people that are, I'll, I'll read it. This is her comments. Due to Corona in Jordan. 1,500 prisoners were released to try and reduce the spread of the coronavirus. As he arrived, this guy, one of the released prisoners at the outside of his house, his family and nephew were shooting guns upward for joy, doing that just like they do in weddings. These are her words, okay? While his nephew was shooting, his gun got stuck. So he was pounding on it to fix it, and he was standing right behind his uncle, who was the one who was just released, and the stuck gun was facing the uncle's head. So while the nephew trying to fix the gun, he shot his uncle. There you go. So that's a little bit ironic. And uh, I made a comment on the video. I don't remember what I said, but, oh, I know what I said. I said, ooh, 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 blam. Okay, so there you go. Anyway, if you want to see the video, maybe I can get you the link. Um, it's, it's kind of far away. You can't see it, but you see the guy drop. Anyway, the what? It was probably a 22 or something. Yeah. Anyway, zero hedge. One more and we'll be done. Texas mayor caught defying her own stay-at-home order at local nail salon. Yeah, so she says everybody's got to stay home, and she goes in nail salon just like that uh, mayor up in uh, Chicago that had her hair done, and now she's facing $2,000 of fine. Good job. Such is the world we live in. So from Sarasota, Florida, to Ulaanbaatar, Mongolia, I'm Charlie Garrett. This is The Superior Word, and that is your Prophecy Update for the week.